Welcome to Clicking Balls, the AFL Grand Final Eve episode. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, yeah. Um, it's not really sports-related, but uh, it was the decision to uh, institute the Australian Space Agency. Yes, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, which... Uh, some wag has uh, titled the Australian uh, Research into Space Exploration. So the INTO really ruined their acronym yeah. they're going for. So I, I can't believe that most of their rockets get launched out of Kazakhstan. I feel like really? Broome would be a good good place to Why launch not? some shit out of. Well, they can launch from Woomera. Well, Apparently I mean, Cape York is where they're looking at. we don't own it. <laughs> well, there's yeah. that. Well, we, we can launch if we get permission from the Yanks. But apparently looking at Cape York. Um, Where's that? Uh, northern uh, Queensland. Oh, yeah, yeah I was say, they've got to be near the equator or some shit, don't they? It's, uh, yeah, equator and uh, heading east over the sea is apparently best. I genuinely don't know why, um, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, I never was good at physics, so yeah. I think because that's the way the Earth turns, it's quicker or something. Yeah, I don't know, I believe them. I mean, it's flat anyway, let's be honest. I still love that quote on the uh, Flat Earth Society page. It's like, we have members all around the globe. And someone's got, hang on. <laughs> Say that again, but slowly. <laughs> well, I saw some rapper or something is actually going to try and uh, buy a, a plane or create a spaceship or something with the intention of proving the, the world is flat. Yeah, like, that's exactly what we've been waiting for. We're waiting for some yeah. rich motherfucker. Mm. This jackass idea. Somehow, I don't know if I'd get on an aircraft designed and built by a bloke who thought the world was flat. Well, I don't think he's going to design it. Things and outsource that part. Just, uh, just buy. It. He's heard of uh, like golf. What are they called? Golf streams. Yeah, like jets. Yeah, he's a rapper. Yeah. I'm sure he's, he's exactly seen one or photoshopped yeah. himself into a photo with one. Yeah. Just add rockets to it. Yeah, why not? air rapper? Because well, it wouldn't fucking work. But all right, as give to, it a crack. As really, to, is that the level we're setting it? At? You know, that's the bar. It has to work. <laughs> well, at least get high enough to see. All right, yeah, might have a point. I, I don't know if that's what he's really after. I, I would love if I got stuck in orbit. <laughs> and to be honest he doesn't need a fucking spacecraft just get a big helium balloon Felix, Felix Baumgartner that style that shit that's not a bad idea there was that dude ages ago who had all those balloons and shit sat on a chair and launched himself up into the ionosphere uh, I that was the Pixar movie Up I'm making up words there but um, yeah I'm pretty sure he had a gun in hand and yeah yeah, yeah, he wanted to shoot stuff in his garden or yeah. float and drink beer. There's been a few people that done it. I know there was a Brazilian yeah. priest who killed himself. I feel it. like an Austrian or something like that. Someone who drinks a lot of beer and yeah. uh, there's a lot of people scenery trying and look at it from above. There's a crap movie made about that shit too. Yeah. Danny Deckchair, that's it. Yeah. If that did happen to you though and you realised, hang on, getting down could be problematic, you might die, right? So would you take the opportunity to just have a dump on someone, just try and float around and... Like pigeon style, aim, well, aim for someone. Well, I mean, I've had a gun and I was armed, so I'd be <laughs> taking pot shots at, yeah, probably a lot of different things. I think if you're high enough to, yeah, I'm going to hit him, you're high enough to go, you know what, I might try and land in that pool. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to well, give, give that, it a go. That little ocean over there, it's quite big. <laughs> uh, Brenton, you got a highlight? Oh, beer of the week first. Beer of the week I do, actually. We're going with uh, Hawker's Nitro Spring IPA. So Hawker's have released a little small batch um, IPA, 
uh, in the last couple of days. See what happens when they get September off. <laughs> yep. Well, um, they're in Reservoir, so I think they can give a fuck about the footies, to be honest. And uh, old mate Marzen from, uh, from the owner of Hawkers, he's from Lebanon, so I think he's more a soccer fan, I'm pretty sure. Or a music fan or something. Okay. But anyway, that's just they've got like, a, got like a big, uh, nice, hoppy uh, IPA that they've... Uh, hopsy. 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 Sorry. Hopsy. Hopsy IPA that they're launching on nitro gas, which is really creamy. Tasty as fuck. So if you can get yourself some of that, then yeah. Do they do, lucky. A, do they do a whiskey as well? Yeah. Drink Hawkers. responsibly. Yeah. No? No, I just, I'd like them, you know, to do it as well so that they could have a hopsy scotch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's just, brilliant. You no. can get a Scotch ale, no. so maybe you can chuck uh, hops in there. Because you said hops here, hops scotch. scotch. Um, yeah, so highlight of the week. Well, it's a bit of well, That wasn't on. it. No, I actually went and brewed some beers today, which is good. Went out to Craft & Co. Uh, we did a collaboration with co-conspirators who are pretty cool little upper, upper start. Oh, as you do. Craft, craft brewing. Yeah, well, well the owner of the bar that I work out in the weekends, he actually, for some reason, just on a whim bought a, a barrel it's uh originally it spent 50 years as a sherry barrel from adelaide no this one was actually from was that her name i can't remember so italy i uh, said so actually i think it might have been by way of hawkers who bought it from italy but it was right, a then. sherry barrel for 50 years right and then for the Poor last sherry she couldn't get out of that fucker last uh however many years it was aqua v barrels a scandinavian spirit that um they realized that when they were transporting their barrels by ship across the equator that the salt would actually infect the beer and make a different flavor in the barrels okay. so then they just do that intentionally and it's yeah. like got its own little sort of uh uh aftermarket sales there's either aging whiskies in there or beers and stuff like that there's a word for those discoveries it starts with this i can't think of it it's not stupid what's it called serendipity serendipitous yeah yeah, yeah. um so yeah we went down there brewed some beer we got a nice big russian stout we're gonna chuck in a barrel for a while um what else news four pines sold out uh, but people have been giving four pine shit like uh, they got bought by uh, AB InBev which is a big uh, you know multinational company yeah. um, but they're trying to claim they didn't really sell out you know what I mean it's like well we didn't really sell out you know uh, we took 200 million dollars but right. um, everything's going to go the same as same as normal so so fuck you if some if I'm making anything and someone comes and says, I'll give you $200 million for everything. I'm fucking sold. Well, no yeah. shit. That's not the bone of contention. The bone of contention afterwards, would you be like, I didn't sell out. Or would you be like, hey, it was $200 million. Yeah. Like, I sold what out. what would you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like Notch, the Minecraft yeah, guy, yeah. sold for $4 billion. He goes, you sold out? He goes, yeah. Fuck, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I can find something else to do with the rest of my life with $200 million. Yeah, $200 yeah. million, you can fuck me. I don't care. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you, did, you, you have a good, old, good hard think about it. <laughs> hard think. Um, Yep, sorry. No, that's it. That's just my highlights of the week. Well, we better get to the footy. There is a lot to talk about footy being yeah. in the final week. Um, it, it's almost a shame that the finals haven't lived up to the the hype, really, in yeah. the games themselves. Yeah. But the following and the stories behind them have been magnificent. Um, and I think we'll go very quickly through the prelims because there's so much more interesting yeah. to yeah. talk about. So Adelaide, of course, put uh, Geelong through the ringer uh, on uh, Friday night. Um, yeah. No real surprises. And I think we. I was watching it uh, with the old man and saw um, Danger missed his first shot yep. the Crow's mm-hmm. already got a couple and he went nah that's it we're yeah. done like, it felt that early like this is over yeah it was very clear they're missing you know sort of uh, very skillful outside mid um, probably bold they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're missing anger yeah the Crows yeah. were just belligerent yeah, which is what you were. want in finals oh, they were the Far better side. Uh, if both sides played to their peak this year, Crows win it every day. Yeah, yeah they were close enough to their peak that it didn't matter. Yeah, Geelong had, had uh, played their game the week before, and there was just too many people across every line that yeah. could do whatever they want for the Crows. 
There was never any... I mean, it's gone from bad to worse, really. And I don't think there was really any sort of game plan you could implement that was going to stop the Crows in that sort no. of form. Uh, they had uh, running all over the ground. Um, Charlie Cameron played the game of his life. Yeah. He, um, he did Eddie Betts better than Eddie Betts. Yeah. Um, Eddie was almost a, a sideshow. He was just like, where you go, champ? Well, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, I'll kick this one, but you yep. know, it's, it's your game. But instead of Betts and Walker, it was um, uh, Jenkins and... Uh, old, old mate. Cameron. Old mate Jenkins. Yeah. Um, Jenkins had a good game again, but yeah. um, win the Crows because they push everybody back when they're defending mm. and he runs so hard he gets those uh, yeah. you know the Jenkins out of the goal squares mm. but um, you know you've got to work hard to make it look easy yeah, yeah but the thing is I mean the other opposing ruckman or the opposing big man who's supposed to be on him doesn't run back either no they're chance. lazy as fuck no so chance. not really defensive minded no. the old big man Stevie Motlop wasn't too bad I thought he, he had a good game actually mm. two weeks in a row um, because yeah. he was laughable against Richmond it's just too bad it's probably his last uh, for, for Geelong it's a good Geelong. chance you reckon he might be part of the Ablett trade? I reckon uh, he would have been if he, already he, contracted to Gold Coast <laughs> three weeks back. He'll be the steak knives. I reckon it would be like in like politics <coughs> where they push a bill through, but then they'll put in some dodgy little fucking by, bylaws in yeah. there that's like got nothing to do with it. They're just trying to slide him in with that deal, get him yeah. off there. Uh, yeah, free up their books they can afford Ablett. Yeah, that's going to be interesting in the off-season. Um, yeah. Just because it's, it's hard for Gold Coast because he doesn't want to play there. Yeah. And it's quite obvious. Yeah. And, um, I don't care what anybody says. In the last half of the season, he could have played more games than he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, than he did. Um, but at the same time, you can't let him walk for nothing. Yeah, no. that's exactly right. Because it does you nothing. Um, yeah. You send a bigger message if you say, no, fuck you, stay here or retire. We don't care. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, too, by the time the trade period comes up, you'd think they would have uh, got a new coach. Oh, you certainly hope so. Yeah, so the new coach coming in, he can't set that standard. Like if that's your first act, yeah. you can't be Ablett's bitch. Well, and so you're going to have to lay down the law and say, look, mate, I don't give a fuck if you do retire. We'll pay 500 grand for nothing. It's going to be somebody with no emotional attachment um, yep. to the club or to the playing list and something so he can be ruthless. Um, hmm. But it's more their their back office is ruthless anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be and, cunts. And let's be and honest, they should be. if they're paying 500 grand for Ablett not to play, yep. fuck it. It's not like it's going to break their uh, premiership window down or anything. That they're, they're in yeah. the shit. So you may as well, if you're going to suck, you may as well suck make while a telling stand. everyone to get fucked. Yep, make a stand. Um, and there's a few more champions for Geelong retired in Lonigan and um, Mackey. Um, like somebody said at the Brownlow, uh, Lonigan, 192 games, I think. Right. Zero Brownlow votes in his career. Wow. Wow. So he's lost one more kidney than he's uh, got Brownlow votes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is uh, a great effort because he is a top player. Oh, um, it, was, it was serviceable. You know what I mean? He was not, not ever the best. I not, he was better. Not ever the best on the team, but I thought he could be counted on to do his role. Um, and nine times out of ten, that role was, can you please stop Buddy? Yeah, well, and, that's and true. Buddy yeah, never, he didn't shine and play on Buddy. Buddy never kicked the bag on him. Yeah, he had to get some good support there. It always helps as well. Absolutely. And some smart and um, support. But yeah. Um, Geelong won't they won't fall too far next year no and, but I still think this is like what you expected from Geelong this season I think this was a fair result for them I don't think you can be disappointed and it would have been exciting to make the grand final but yep. I feel like this was about where you'd expect to be um, yeah. finishing well you can only expect finals uh, and as soon as finals start it comes down to injuries game player matchups um, they finished second on the ladder yeah I mean, yeah that's yeah. amazing but I mean, that's that's where you plan to go yeah finals are a yeah. whole different kettle like you they're so unpredictable uh, that there's not much back office can do about it. Yeah. 
Uh, the coach and players obviously can. And they were in uh, Geelong again. Were the clubhouse leaders when it comes to Mad Monday or Wacky Wednesday, as they called it, were with they? the, the dress-ups today. I missed it. Oh, I, was I, I liked uh, the Auskick one. Yeah, the Auskicker, which was it, uh, I think was... Uh, Zach Guthrie, I think. Zach Guthrie. Uh, yes, the younger Guthrie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looked the part too. He did. Um, I, legit, I expected Gil McLaughlin to interview him. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish. Yeah, um, whatever. Uh, although Gil's been the one with more personality in the last week. There's been a, a change. But, uh, I still forget which. which. Uh, George Holland-Smith was uh, my leader again, who a couple of years ago he did Ellen. Which basically, <laughs> basically, he just wore a pantsuit and, and that was it. And, and sat on some couches. And I'm like, oh my God, you look wow. right. Well, this time he did uh, Sound of Music. Well, really. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. Looked brilliant. Again, wow. Um, doesn't have to work hard to to play the those roles. But anyway, he's done well. Yeah. I just, I think a couple of days turnaround, obviously they've planned this well in advance. Oh, I think they've started planning next year's now. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know, maybe plan more about the game. Nah, they finished second. They're doing all nah, right. Now, keep politics out of sport, all right? <laughs> um, all right, on to uh, Richmond the next day then, um, over Geelong. Um, they, GWS. Uh, GWS, rather. Um, it's very noticeable, the <laughs> Richmond game style, is let's get that ball forward. Let's just keep moving it forward. Yeah. Pressure, well, pressure, pressure, move it forward. That's finals one-on-one. Just pressure the ball carrier, and when, uh, when you don't have the ball, run and fucking shut it down. And it's working for them. Yeah, um, and it uh, suits their game, their, their players, especially when it's a little bit greasy, a little bit wet. Uh, that's prime uh, prime football. Well, that's it. It doesn't change. But yeah. so many times you see a Richmond player get the ball and then do the the mongrel punt um, forward. Yep. You know, when they've got their hand on top of the ball when they kick it, rather yeah. than on the sides. You go, this is going forward. That'll do. Um, well, because you know Jack's not playing as a big marking forward. Yeah. Um, so if it hits the turf first, great. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that people were talking about Jack having a, an off game, but I thought he was actually very good because our, our whole game plan is about getting first use of the ball out of the middle and having a small forward line that can create defensive pressure yep. when we turn over the ball. And so the flip side of that is we sacrifice height in our forward line, but every time Jack went for a mark, it was always two or three people coming yeah. to that mark to contest it. Oh, especially in the first quarter. Yeah. You had... Um uh, all the all the players at his feet, They're just yeah. front and center. Like that's all yeah. you need. And it wasn't many times that a, we had that many intercept marks in our forward fifty, where no. Jack was always making a contest and always making it spill to the ground. And since we've got that small forward line, they were always there to pick up the crumbs and have a shot for goal. Mm. Yeah. We weren't terribly accurate for a lot of the game, but um, you know, we're getting the ball there and we're now able yeah. to run out of the game playing that forward line pressure style. You've got about four punt mongrels running from yeah. the back line. Just they run, grab, punt, bang. Yep. And, and then keep going. Um, but what it means, too, is the forwards, they know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's going to yeah. pick up, he's going to kick it right now. Yeah. But mind you, it, it seems like it uh, should be obvious because it fucking is. If you've got someone trying to mark the ball, if they can't mark it, they put it down in front of them. Fucking, yeah. you know, this has been going on since probably 1920. But uh, suddenly it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that works, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you've got a big lad, like uh, a revolt, and then uh, he can't mark it, puts it down in front of him. Next thing you know, you got uh, the little lads there to get it. It was uh, Caddy. He was flying as well, making great contests. Caddy played a really well game, really good game yeah. actually. I thought Broad was serviceable in the back line as well. He was one who's obviously a young fella, and you're not really sure how he's going to turn out like. But I thought he proved himself in that final and being able to be counted on for a one-on-one competition. Yeah. And I mean, there's always Rioli as well, who I thought had a blinder. Unbelievable. Just like every time he got near the ball, his touch was perfect. His awareness was perfect. And the goal he kicked was crazy. Well, the four goals he kicked, none of them were easy. Yeah, there was no you know set shots from thirty out. Yeah, but it was almost the same um, sort of theory we applied to our midfielders. We're just chucking the boots. Yeah, yeah, and it was working. When yeah. it's your day, it's your day. Yeah, um, yeah. you could. 
see how Rioli, you know, he's kicking goals around the body without looking. Yeah. Um, and they're going through. And then on the other end, like Heath Shaw goes out and the ball's bobble, bobble, bobble. Oh, shit, it's behind me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I think uh, this game also showed how overrated Josh Kelly is. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone would really look to pick him up. He'd already signed. He was paid overs. <laughs> paid overs for him. You pushed him up higher. The, the funny thing is, he only got a two-year contract. So he's like, all right, guys, no, no, I'm staying in the GBS, but you know, call me later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep my number. Yeah, two years. We haven't got a flag by then. <laughs> I'm fucking out. Um, it was funny, though, because the goals that GWS did kick... Um, Beautiful ball movement. Just so wow. crisp. Himmelberg looked like he was on fire. For, he was going to have an actual yeah. absolute blinder from these first 10 well, minutes. He nearly did have a blinder. You see his yeah, eye close yeah, up? Yeah. So, yeah. He looked like so, he'd gone for a few rounds with uh, one of Diaz's. I'll tell you what, though. You don't expect full forwards to be sharp, um, especially the big lads. Right. Jesus Christ, Patton. Well, they, I don't know why they decided we need him at centre-half back. Yeah. And they use him as a playmaker when he's fucking 100 feet tall. And, yeah. and I mean... He's good for a hand pass, but they're not the people you want to be setting up your running play off the half back line. Well, in the first quarter, when it was a couple of, se- I think it was first quarter, a couple of seconds till quarter time, and he's got the mark. Nice like they managed managed to move it so quickly. Yeah. Like four seconds, three seconds, grabs the mark and goes back. And you're like, oh, they're gonna have that shot. You know, they can. You they see can, Dimmer swearing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'll pass. Yeah. Huh? Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's good it's, communication it's, there we, on the ground. Because if he kicks that goal, it's the score's level at quarter time. Yeah. Um, which is. Worth more than six points, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's that psychological yeah. side of it. Yeah, you can get you can restart. Um, it was funny when you talk about the first quarter. The uh, Tigers kicked two goals in two minutes. Yeah, mm. and then Dusty had a set shot and missed. I think he got the handball off from someone else. Was it? Shot it was a like running 50. shot, was it? Yeah. Um, but I, again, watching it, I thought, oh, thank God he missed, um, because I think I don't think the Tigers could contain themselves. Yeah, <laughs> they might have actually invaded the ground. Yeah, in the first three minutes, and the players the could have put the rack and be like, all right, we got this. Um, no, just for the fans. I was only thinking about the fans in that one. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, no controversial decisions out of this game at all. Not at all. Nothing. You know, it's just a very uh, easy going game. Um, yeah. I think that the real thing to take out of this was that we figured out that the match review panel also picked goal of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. We'll start with the Cochin one because uh, that's the one everyone talked about. But it's now um, all, all done, yeah, and, and dusted. But when I uh, first saw it, um, I, I thought, "Oh shit, he's gone." I thought at the very least defined. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I was watching with the Tiger supporter, my old man. I'm going, oh, "If this is round 15, that's a that's a fine minimum." But yeah. as the went on and the story started to build in the papers and they <laughs> yeah. show the different angles yeah. and I said, well, actually, you know, he went back on and the GWS, yeah. so they can't, you know, this, Asprey giving him a shirt front. Was it Asprey, was it? So. Or Ellis. Ellis uh, or someone. One or the other. And yeah. then, well, well, Ellis fucked up someone else, actually. And then they said, well, he got his hands on the ball first and it's kind of his back <laughs> that didn't. hit him. No fucking oath <laughs> he did. It was a good foot off it. Yeah, this is like the OJ case. But yeah. I think everyone knows the MRP do not want to suspend anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody. Um, and I think they created enough um, chatter out there that they go, okay, we've got our excuse. <laughs> Let, let's just pump it out there and let's go in hibernation for a couple of days. We've got a reason who, we can get him off. Who can you think of the last best 22 player to get rubbed out for a grand final? Rocker, I think. Or maybe Travis. No, it wasn't Travis Cloak. Um, but yeah, I think Rocker um, in 02 or 03. Shit, I can't remember which one. One of those ones. But that was an elbow to the head. Mm. Yeah. Well, so, but that's 15 years. But I didn't understand how he's... Jason McCartney. Uh, was that 99? Yeah. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, he got rubbed out for that one for uh, snotting someone. Can't remember who. Anyway, anyway, yeah. I don't know how his opposite shoulder got hurt, though, when he originally got... 
got exactly. the bump. Like, yeah. I don't really understand that part I of it. I think he's like, just held together with tape. It's probably Well, it looked like his good shoulder, unless he's one of those people that, you know, tapes up the bad ah, one. right, yeah. I don't think so, but, you know, yep. it's I think if you, a possibility. If you tape up your good shoulder, then your bad shoulder doesn't need tape. Yeah. Because yeah. originally when I saw it in, like, proper 100% speed, yep. I was like, ah, it's a free kick. Then looked in, uh, slow, in slow motion, I was like, ooh, ooh shit. That's worse than he's a free got, kick. got a head first with the yeah. shoulder there. Uh-oh. Oh, and there was a couple of reports in the Adelaide game, but they were fucking nothing. It wasn't even worth talking about those. No, nah, it was just slow laying out Dangerfield. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's too tough to get concussed. Well, in that one, Dangerfield, I thought he sold it to try and get a free yeah, kick. Yeah, And then definitely. went, oh, shit, I've sold this. I can't jump up yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it did look like that. But anyway. But with the uh, Cotch and Shield one, it, I do think that... Uh, that was a fine. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, it, I I think, don't think it was too. suspension. Uh, but I, I do think the uh, MRP might yeah. have... Uh, Kev Bartlett was probably hanging around a fair bit. <laughs> uh, I'll just leave it at let's that. be honest, they botched it earlier in the year with Koch and Yes, They yeah. were suspensions, not fines. Yeah. But anyway. So I looked at an even Life up. Life goes on. Um, and look, justice probably served in the end. Because... Because he got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but really, if he doesn't play, no one turns up to the match. There's only, <laughs> exactly. only 5,000 at the G. Yeah. It's empty, you know. I mean, oh. Even umpires were scared of making a bad decision on that game. <laughs> they were just erring on the side of their own personal safety. Yeah, yeah, that too, that too. Um, all right, so we'll move on to. Uh, oh, you want to talk VFL? Oh yeah, you touch oh, on that. God. That was. Uh, oh my god, what a brilliant game! Brilliant grand final. What? Terrible skills, but that was fun to watch. Shy Bolton was, I, I and well, Lloyd got the um, Sammy Lloyd. Yeah, Sammy Lloyd got medal for best on ground, but I yeah. thought Shy Bolton was right up there as well. If he had done a bit more in the third, I thought he would have yeah. got there. His first quarter was sensational. It's on fire, sensational, wasn't it? yeah. And, and, and let's be honest, Richmond should have won it, um, but yeah, they definitely. they looked tired. Yeah, yeah, we ran it. But the thing is, like ten minutes before we sort of ran out, or five minutes before we ran out of gas, Port looked looked tired. Exactly. It looked like they were done. Yeah. Then we took our foot off, and that gave them a bit of momentum. A bit of adrenaline kicks in, and yeah, we were done. Young Donkey Donuts really messed you up. Donkey Donuts. Nahas. Oh, yeah. Played a good game. Fucking nuts. Yeah. He did yeah. too. Yeah. Call him Donuts because he just runs around in circles and donkey for, you know, obvious uh, reasons. Other reasons, yeah. To his general sewer coach score. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, poor old Lennon with the, the shot after the siren yep. from 50. Um, what you might not know is the TAC uh, Cup grand final was on the same day at the same venue. Oh, really? Also decided by a kick after the really? siren. From about 40 metres closer yep. and uh, about the same angle. Wow. Missed it. Wow. And uh, everybody I saw, like, I've, I think it was Sandringham versus Geelong Falcons. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure. Um, but everybody I saw just went, you poor bastard. Hope that fellow's got a trade because <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he ain't playing AFL. <laughs> it was a big ruckman too. And I didn't catch the bloke's name because I didn't want to, I don't yeah. want to remember it. Don't want to see us trying to recruit <laughs> him. Yeah, cloak. If you see a video of it, yeah, it's cloak-esque. It's like, oh, it's a gimme for the game. And yeah. he missed it and he just collapses. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, so two games in the one day. Decided by a missed goal after the siren. Yeah, what's kind of disappointing? The lenders grabbed it and was like, "This is mine." Yeah, well, there was someone back. free right in the pocket that had like yeah. a mile of space. But at the same time, like you don't know how much time's left. That's true. So you don't want to get caught like Patton did in the first yeah. quarter. Yep. Yeah, but you also don't want to kick from sixty out if you can yeah. help it. That, that too. Although he made the distance, he did. Yeah. Yep. So but anyway, well, yeah, he, every player can make the distance. Put is. it between the big ones is the trick. Yeah, it tends to be. It tends mm. to be. Um, all right, well, that gets us through Sunday. So Monday then, um, mm. yeah, the MOP results. So you got more Sundays. One, one more on the Sunday. Oh, yeah. Old um, the Queensland uh, Football League. Oh, yes, Barry Hall. Old mate uh, Barry yeah, Hall. Yeah, what a ticket. Um, that's, that's more than a two-game suspension. Yeah, he got very, very lucky. Lucky, I think that... The, Did he only get two it, games for that? 
two down to one. Are you somehow, I think somehow they let him play it. What the fuck? Because uh, wow. But the thing is, you get uh, a total of sixteen matches in your career before you get a life ban. Uh, if you play at the AFL level, that's halved. Like the uh, loading is halved. Sorry, the AFL suspensions are halved. So he yeah. would have been what twelve games, fifteen games. Uh, he was up to twelve. Yeah, there you go. Something no, like that. thirteen. Sorry, he had twenty six matches total suspension. Uh, so had he got three matches there, he would have been life banned, which means you know oh. obviously this is his last match, but he wouldn't have been able to take the field at all. So no boundary riding, no coaching, no nothing. Can't turn up to his son's match. That would have been a shame. Uh, honestly, I thought fucking that was justified. Yeah. He, he's fucking just a couple months back said, oh, I could have killed Staker with that punch and then had another crack at it. Yeah, I mean, loves himself a bit there. He wouldn't have killed anyone with that punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't you know, differ from that. It's, it's shit house. I think he's very lucky that the, is it the quaffle? Um, don't do video evidence because he only got reported for the second one. Really? Yeah. They don't do video evidence. Well, it was amateur video, essentially. It's video, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But uh, the same as a lot of the amateur leagues, they won't accept public video. Well, because, you know, you, you never know if it's from the right match and all that shit. Yeah, but yeah. In this Why case, not? it was fucking him. It's like, yeah. what's the evidence? You fucking did it. <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> Reddit is the evidence. All right, Brownlow Medal. Um, no surprises in Dusty, but this was the worst broadcast I can ever remember uh, for the Brownlow Medal. The bar is set very fucking low. I was, yeah. was going to say, I, I think that might be just the recentness of it because no. they're all shit no I mean they're all terrible but at least there's usually something you can get out of it you yeah. know what I did like um, there was some uh, some duck from the bachelorette or some shit or the bachelor I don't know okay. um, she got pissed off and had a full Instagram rant because apparently she had a, a ticket to go to the Brownlow medal and got herself fucking tanned and, and hair did yep. and manicured blah blah and then uh, the day of she gets a call from someone's PA saying oh yeah no nah, you don't have a ticket now and she got really pissed I'm like, sweetheart, you couldn't even name a player. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the amount of people who are now going to the Brownlow, they've got um, Dummy Ill or what, Dummy Ing? I don't know. The chick from Pop Idols. Is, is, is that the entree? If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, who turns up and openly says, I don't know anything about football. Like, what the fuck are you doing there? Uh, she's Is she singing at the grand final? Maybe she is. I don't know. Yeah. I think the Killers are singing. Uh, oh, she's on the air for them or something. As well as. Yeah. Right. yeah anyway. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I, I can... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Well, no, I don't really like the uh, fashion on the field thing either. But, look, if that's what the WAGs want to do, that's fine. Um, but then to extend it even further and have a whole bunch of hangers-on and all that shit, yeah. fuck them off. Um, actually, fuck off Jeff Edelstein too while you're at it. Well, I think we should just fuck off the whole brand. we give it to Queensland as well. Make it yep. a package with the Logies. <laughs> well, I just think, like... The Brownlow, it's pretty fucked. It's a fucked event, as in... It's, it's boring it's as shit to go through. Yeah. But I'll watch it every year. I know it's going to be boring. But what they should do, when they have the uh, the round review, yep. where it's like, hey, uh, Adelaide played GWS, when they go, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, three, two, one, there are the votes. Next, instead of just showing the, the clips and then going, three votes, blah, blah, two votes, put it in the clip. Because no one gives a fuck what Gil's reading out. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, it builds tension and that kind of shit. I'll do it for the last round if you really want to. I don't give a shit. The one thing that was good on the night, I thought, was the um, introductions into every round from all the people so like behind the scenes, like, you know, the boot stutter, uh, yeah, the mascot, yeah. and the bloke cool. that makes the footies, and yeah. uh, and uh, Ellie Gaffiner, the female uh, field umpire. Yeah. I thought that was really great. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's that guy. And they spoke yeah. well to camera. Um, Bruce. Oh, oh fuck's sake. Yes. Um, he knows he- better. When he, I expected that from Basil. When he went to Dusty four times and got nothing, yeah. and then who said, you know what, go again. Yeah. <laughs> See if you go again. Double down. We'll break him. But the worst of all, like, he, like the creepy uncle over the shoulder, eight times and Dusty's giving him nothing. He goes yeah. back again. But when um, it was impossible for Dusty to lose, they went, well, you can't get caught now. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm like, dude... All you have to do is announce he is the yeah, Brownlow medalist. That's exactly right. Because yeah, math, got... math may not be his thing. Well, they even said it. Like, you know, you can't get caught now. But all you have to announce is you're an official yeah. Brownlow medalist. Let's see if somebody can, you know, tie more. But yeah. you are a Brownlow medalist. To be fair, yeah. it's Dusty. He could get suspended. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But uh, it's yeah. just oh, I thought Much, it fucking see, horrible. Bruce fucked that up. He should have waited a few hours, gone to Kittens with the rest of the crew, and then interviewed him then. <laughs> But I love how like Dusty approaches TV interviews like the police interview. He yeah. just doesn't give him shit. I know nothing. Just nothing, yeah. So Dusty, <laughs> no play- shit, didn't see shit. So Dusty, did you play well in that game? Can't remember. Can't what, tell you. What okay. game? What yeah. game? <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> you won the Brownlow medal, mate. Yeah. What Brownlow medal? Prove it. <laughs> Where? <laughs> what football? Plead <laughs> the fifth. <laughs> um, poor old Daisy Pierce as well. Um, she looked like she was a little bit nervous at the first cross. And then uh, she just... Went with it. Went well. Guess I'm nervous all night then. I missed that one. Oh, she she didn't have a good night on the microphone. Right. But she even said at one stage, "I'm going redder than my dress." So let's move on. I thought, love, have a cocktail. Well, there were some people that had some shit nights on the teleprompter too, oh, because was that lot. was just a horrible scripted joke I've oh, seen in a long time. The banter with um, oh, uh, Sean Burgoyne and yes. uh, Lauren Phillips. Yeah, that's the one. Horrible. That's the one. That horrible. was terrible. It made the logies look good. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It was, uh, yeah. At least Logan's you got Andrew O'Keefe and Carl Stefanovic getting fucked up and the, saying stupid there shit. There must have been at some stage somebody, you know, who's producing the show looked over and went, oh, Feb's here. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck it? it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a bomb in this shit. The funny thing was, Fev at the start of the night was like, all right, no, I'm best behaviour, not drinking. And he told everyone every chance he got, yeah. best behaviour, not drinking. Well, they kept asking him too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, the producers would have been like, can someone slip him a few beers? Just let's get something happening here. Um, I think he's cock out or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Rioli uh, with goal of the year, the Phil Manassas medal. Yeah. Um, which is, I Robbed. think the second or third time the Rioli family's won that medal. Yeah. Stupid how much medals that family's got now. Yep. Well, I still think Eddie Betts should have won it. No, I was on Rioli all the way. Yeah. All the way. I uh, think I think Dan Presser should have got assist of the year. Was that not bad. Mid-air handball. Mid-air handball, not yep. bad. I think it was more like the effort before the goal. That sort of well, yeah. Rioli. All part of it. They yeah. didn't show that in the clip where he starts from sort of centre, essentially. Yeah. Setting up that goal. Running, 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 Best running. tackle. The work on the boundary line. The give and get. Keith yeah. in, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he's actually a twin and they just substitute people in and out uh, yeah. the field. Uh, there was a, I thought it was a great decision, even though it's a fan-voted one, but didn't win my, uh, goal of the week, but wins yeah. goal of the year, yeah. which is the right call. I'll tell you what, they're on the uh, flip side, the mark of the year. Let's go to the mark of the year. Jeremy Howe. Alex Jezelenko medal. I think the crowd told the story. Yeah. The winner, Joe Danaher. Huh? Uh-huh. Ooh. You, you saw the whole Ooh. reactions of Jeremy Howe. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. everyone has now, and he was filthy. I just love how the whole room was with him. Yeah, well, he <laughs> stays sober the whole night just to make a speech. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got, like, could have been punching pingers with, with, with Swanee. <laughs> I mean, he, he looked straight at his um, fag hag, I mean, missus, um, and said, <laughs> and said uh, you know, fucking right, you get this now? <laughs> and she was like, I know, honey, I know. I couldn't believe it. I just looked at it and went, I, I didn't think Dad Hers was in the top 10. No, that was, it was, that was a decent. mark. Yeah, a mark. Good mark. Yeah, yep. lovely. Good job. On with the game. He, he got up there. But um, Jeremy Howes, like, we've seen it on promos for the last six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. He only is, took it two months ago, but that's beside the point. It looks like he's moonwalking, like, literally but, on the moon, <laughs> jumping up and down. But the thing is, of the mark of the year, he could have easily had three of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had three others that were better than Dan Hurst one. Yeah. But anyway. That's the way it goes, I guess. That's how messed and biased. I may have thought you up this shit. Well, I mean, it's it's fan voted and they had more fans that gave a shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, the good thing is that uh, not all AFL decisions are fan voted and the part where Essendon missed out on an AFLW team <laughs> has them fucking filthy. Yeah, oh, bad luck to them. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, no sympathy. Yeah, um, here's your chance to lose more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you see that presser, though, about it? I saw they did a press release, uh, which is back to the good old days of Essendon. Press yeah. release for everything. Yeah, no, they were they were honestly quite dirty. I like the Richmond's spared the rest of the WAFL from having some nasty ass Tiger <laughs> women on the field for at least until twenty twenty one or something. At minimum, yeah. yeah. So the four teams that uh, without a license yet are Hawthorne, Essendon, uh, the Tigers, and Port Adelaide. And I, on, Richmond must have been in there. Yeah, Richmond. Richmond in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Or Richmond got a, or twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Sorry, because yeah. yeah. uh, Sydney also haven't got one. Yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, next year. It's North and Geelong. Yeah, and then the other and four. Then it's uh, Gold Coast, West Coast, West Coast, um, Richmond, mm. and St Kilda. There you are. Because all those teams though had provisional licenses from the first round. From the first round, where Essendon went, oh, I can't be fucked. Well, Essendon yeah. went. Well, we've got other things to think about at the moment, lads. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just yeah. take care of that shit. We're still going to cycle our women off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We've got Gabby Garcia and uh, Cyborg coming in. I tell you what, if um, Jody Watson starts playing for him, like, you know something's up. <laughs> um, oh, the other big decision um, which was announced on the Sunday was that Tigers are in their clash strip. Um, I 
what I'd like to notice is obviously Kevin Bartlett had a bit to say about it, but that's what Kevin Bartlett does. Say about everything. But I love all the stories that are like, you know, oh, Richmond are up in arms and they should be like this. And Richmond put out a press release and goes, no, that's full. Yep. We'll, yep. Whatever you want us to wear. We'll okay. wear it. Yep. We're playing. Hardwick. Yep. Hardwick said, I'll play in a Hessian sack if we have to. And then yeah. he's like, actually, you better put a quote. That's from the boot stutter, Joe. <laughs> uh, I better put his name in there. Uh, I, I love it because, and, 99.9% of the Richard fans I've seen have gone, don't care. Yeah, yep, we'll wear whatever. <laughs> I've, I've got a clash trip with Leon Cameron's signature on it. <laughs> I, I was stoked. I was pretty pissed I couldn't get a ticket to the to the game when I won yep. that one in there. Um, but yeah, don't give a shit. Do not care at all. Makes yep. zero difference to my life or how we're going to play. And then, don't care. Like, it's just so funny. They've gone, oh, well, now they they can wear it you know, in the budget. They're going to have the, the uh, normal strip in, in the front of the, the footy record. Oh, the record like yeah. And again, it's just the media trying to fill column inches with something because yeah. the Richmond gone we don't care yeah, well, I, think whatever. I think it's great for them actually because yeah. it means now before the match they're going to sell a fuck ton of those of, of alternate, alternate strips, strips. Yeah. alternate strips exactly. and it becomes a premiership strip if they win it's amazing um, yeah. but I, I just love that the, the non-issue that they're so trying so hard to well, make an issue out of being an alternate strip if they do actually get up and win the flag that's the one that all the fans are buying exactly Yeah. so it's even better. Know, the old mate that's had you know, a Guernsey the last three years, four years, even he just bought it last year. He's buying that fucking yellow one of if that's the one they win with. And does that strip clash with any other strip home or away? Yellow. That's that, that, that clashes with the fucked up St Kilda one. I guess it, it clashed with Hawthorne, maybe. I was gonna say you just make the permanent one and be like, fuck it. That solves that. <laughs> this is us this yeah. is our life now. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> We're from Tiger, I mean, shit, yeah. black and yellow. <laughs> we've we've got rid of seventeen as captain's number, so we're all about change traditions. Exactly. Actually realistically times. yellow. And black makes you think that the predominant colour is yellow. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they've always hey, supposed to have been to this point. Dyslexic. It's all dyslexic built blood. up to this very moment. <laughs> Tiger's a fucking orange anyway. Yeah. Maybe this is our interpretation of the true. black and white Bible, or the yellow and black Bible. Right. Is that, yeah, it should be uh, black on yellow as opposed to yellow on black. Um, yeah, anyway, I just love it. It, it goes through with it. Um, got to make something out of it. Yeah. Well, uh, really got other things to worry about i did like uh back to the brown uh the old mate from triple m went to alex rand said oh you do anything this weekend yeah. <laughs> the, the stupid questions which he asks yeah. every year and literally that's what they're called yeah um, and i gotta he say did a great job does fan engagement right too because he's he, he went on to reddit rent to reddit as well as other places right um but said i'm doing the stupid questions what are they yeah you know, give me some options i thought that's the way to do it it's not yeah if you're, gonna, it. if you're gonna steal content be open about it exactly yeah. because yeah. Look, everyone thinks they're fucking hilarious and then he gets to go through Granted, ninety five percent shit. Yeah. Get some good ones. Just to give him some karma. You know, yeah. couple up votes. That's it. He did it right. Um, and you know, I, I watched the seven minute video or whatever it was. Yeah, it's funny. I got a chuckle out of it. Yeah, yeah. I Especially- started and I was like, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pretty good. It was funny. Um, oh, I forgot who he asked about the super pass. Oh, it was uh, Stephen May. Yeah, and then he got real passionate. He's like, <laughs> you know, it actually works out really well. Like 99 bucks, you got all year. It's 40 bucks for one. So, you know, you do the math. No, which it's really good value. Which I think is wrong anyway. But <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, sure he, I'm pretty sure it's just going to get into each one once. But. Now, buy my Herbalife. <laughs> uh, all right, we may as well talk a little bit about the game. May as well talk about someone. Yeah, game on this weekend. Yeah. Game on. Um, so, Adelaide go in as not as strong favourites as they probably should be. Well, when it comes to the bookies. Before know, we get to that, you know, Tigers have found the most cash between them, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Probably worth mentioning uh, the old man being a long-suffering Tiger supporter and having a 60th birthday. Uh, you've gone for favourite son status by managing to acquire a, a uh, ticket. Yeah, well, the truth is just my internet connection was better. Well, <laughs> the truth is I was halfway by myself ticket and I got booted out because we were using the same membership number. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, on the wing, undercover, level it's one. Perfect, perfect ticket. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame, like, that I think all the uh, gold allocations were taken in about 20 minutes because yeah. there were none left. So he's got to go by himself. Well, yeah. I was disappointed my plan didn't work. Um, when the AFL came out... North Melbourne winning. That was long odds. But uh, when the AFL came out with the yes vote and everyone was outraged, I said, look, I'm outraged too. So in the spirit of that outrage, anyone who's not going to attend the grand final, I'll take the ticket from you and I'll express my outrage at the ground. Yep. Uh, preferably level two <laughs> wing first few rows. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work. Yeah, um, no, I fell for it. So yeah, people seem to be not as outraged as no the, the automatic Facebook bots would have you think. See, I'm in the unenviable position of being for gay people, but completely against marriage, like for everyone. <laughs> no. I'm the same. I, I want to vote no to heterosexual marriage. <laughs> like, if you really hate them, force them to get married. <laughs> get well, them yeah, to see what it's like. I think, uh, I actually think it'd be great for the public because, look, gay, gay people have a lot of sex. Marriage will fucking fix that. Yeah, so I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, it hurts. Um, so yeah, the the game it's meant to rain on on in the morning on Sunday. Yeah, Saturday. I, I, I feel like Richmond. I don't think. I mean, I think it works in Richmond's favour, but I think the truth is it lessens Crow's advantage as opposed to yes. giving Richmond an advantage. Yeah, and I think yeah, I what what makes me say that is looking at how the Crows took on Gita West in a game that was sort of that similar sort of style. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. had been raining before the game started and Crows' skills were on point. And yeah. I think with the Crows, mm. they're a highly skilled team and when you let them um, be able to have just one or two link-up passes from the back line, they run so so hard through the yeah. middle that that's how they get over the top of your zone. And I feel like the Richmond forward pressure, this is going to work into their favour a little bit. But they're still up against it in order to be able to stop the crows, just slick handballs and slick getting away from um, out of their back back half. I, I think too, on the other side of the coin, it will slow down Richmond's ability to pressure the ball carrier, which has it, it's been a hallmark of theirs. Um, but then it does slow down the ball carrier. So uh, I do agree that it, it's uh, more benefit to Richmond than to Adelaide if it is wet and a little bit crazy. But uh, it's all going to depend on how it starts the middle with Jacobs versus Nankivis. Well, it is all about the middle because Richmond need to get first use of it. Um, I, I'm still a little bit disappointed with that kicking out from fullback after yeah. a, a behind. Uh, that's been one of our real weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And the Crows are the team that make you pay for that. And yeah. So we need to get first use of that ball and we need to put that scoreboard pressure on that first quarter. Because our first quarter is always our best. We always hit the pit, hit, out of the blocks running. Um, but we just failed to really turn it into a strong advantage because you need Crows to get on their plan B as soon as possible, make them reactive. Because yep. as soon as they got that confidence up about them and they're really sort of, they got that feel for the game, then yep. they're unstoppable. So you have to make sure they're always not sure about what they're doing. They won't take the foot off the throat. Yeah. No. yeah. If, if you're Adelaide, do you tag Dusty? You've got to. You have to, yeah. You've got to do yep. something with So do you put Crouch on him? I think um, you definitely put the Crouch brothers yep. in his vicinity. And you you got to try and make him accountable as well. I know that's the, the old saying, but the thing is, if you put a Crouch brother on him, Dusty spends a lot of time in the full forward. Yeah. And the Crouch brother, you don't want them up there. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think you sort of land onto him when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be honest, I can't think of many players strong enough to tackle him except for the big lads. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say to Sam Jacobs, if he's within arm's reach to you, mate, you fucking grab him. You got to take him. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about Nakavis. He won't damage us. I, no. I think you have four players who have one quarter on Dusty, and you make that. That's your game. After that, this is your separate game plan. That's what you're doing. But for that one quarter, and you spread that that sort of strategy out between four people. Yeah. So, if Dusty no, goes forward, put Jacobs forward, uh, but, back with him. Um, 
let's be honest though, the Crows will back themselves and say, no, we'll, if they want to fight to yeah. make it an attacking game, we'll attack for yep. better. And they're the highest scoring club of the year. So. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah. they scored almost just as many behinds as they do goals, <laughs> which, yeah. is, which is scary. <laughs> well, I'd say that uh, Dusty is he's the best midfielder yes, in this yes. game easily. But I'd say the next five, yeah, yeah. four of them are Adelaide. Yeah, you go close. Go close. Um, yeah, and I think their their average skill is phenomenal. And I think the other um, major advantage Adelaide got, obviously in the ruck with uh, Jacobs over Nankovis, yeah. um, but um, Richmond run the second ruck as Griggs. Yeah, which is go okay, it's, fuck it, you know. And that's yeah. what we'll do. I think we'll put put Nankovis is uh, across centre half back, make him the go to person kicking out from um, fullback from from behinds, and also his intercept marking is actually pretty good. And knows his limits in regards to what his talent yep. is. So he, he's but, not too bad about getting that ball out. But I think playing Griggs as the second ruckman, you know, as a, all right, let's just win it on the ground, that could really hurt when you're up against you know, good ruckman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it could, but it's also about being accountable for their other midfielders as well. And they yeah. can rotate through pretty well. Um, it's just a matter of putting someone on Sloan, making sure he doesn't get uh, those easy balls out the side. Well, the only games Adelaide's lost, Sloan's got tagged, so yeah. you're tagging Sloan. Yeah. So I just think about who do you put on him? Who do you mm. sort of sacrifice to throw on him? It's... I, Ellis, see, I think someone like Lambert. I think Chuck yeah. Lambert on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's someone who's not going to hurt that much taking him out of our. He's played well pushing yeah. forward, but we've got enough people that can cover that that sort of area. Do you think uh, Dimmick considers bringing Sam Lloyd in? Well, he has to consider it. Sam yeah. Lloyd's been killing it, but who do you swap yeah. out? Oh, That's just it. I, I think they're small forwards. Cause I don't think he's an uh, AFL level midfielder yet. Yeah. Oh, no. Even though he had a great VFL game, yeah, as a midfielder, yes, thirty but, touches, couple of goals, but that's VFL. Yeah. But. Yeah, exactly. It's VFL. He's not. Ty Vickery had decent VFL games. Yeah. No, he didn't. Not yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Last year. You, you can't put him in a forward because you're not taking Rioli out. Yeah. Because Stanya's been killing it. Yeah. Um, Butler's been having a great game. Actually, yeah. Butler's not a, probably not a bad matchup either for Sloan. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's just. I think if everybody makes it through training, you go, no change. Well, I think with him, the problem with putting him into our forward line is that since our whole forward line is kind of based about around being uh, a defensive pressure forward yeah. line. He's very lazy in defense. He is. He, he's a, a out and out star attacking, but he's not very good when the, when it turns around. So I feel like the only way he slots into our team is as a midfielder. But a midfield is too strong. I think we've got to put up a straight bait. I don't yeah, think we've got a spot for him wow. in our team. You, I think we can get something really handy for him that will fill in some some gaps in our backline. If you still had the sub vest, he'd be the person I give it to. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think he's next in line. But I feel like it's almost wasting his talent in the VFL. I think he's a very good player. Would yeah. always be uh, a star midfielder in a lot of other teams. Um, I don't think he's a star forward line player because he doesn't fit our, our well, strategy of What of would you want for him? Uh, a, just, Two, third round, second yeah, round? I'd want like a decent backman, maybe a pick or something like that, but depends who you're going to as well. Gary Ablett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll probably take Shacky. <laughs> uh, they've ruled that out, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, What's that? Uh, Richmond. Um, it was funny because I got a text uh, on Sunday, I think, or, or Monday, from uh, Richie, who does the Richmond uh, podcast with us every now and then. Yeah. And he said, oh, I've got a tip for you. Richmond are looking after Shaki. And then today, it comes out, no, we're not. <laughs> we're, nah, we looked at it. Fuck it. Unless they're just double bluffing. It could I be. Didn't want you anyway. Could oh, be. he's got some injuries. And we went, no. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So, uh, again, I think if both teams play to their absolute peak, it's, it's going to be Adelaide. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, obviously, I'm going for the Tigers. Uh, I think we're going to win. Money stay in my pocket, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those ones where, as a, a non-invested supporter, I can't lose because 
well, besides the obvious. Yep. Um, I know Richmond's say. a great story. And then Adelaide, Tex Walker being a, a local lad. A broken hill boy. Love to see him being a premiership captain. Yeah. Um, it's I, a win-win. Yeah, I I think this is Richmond's chance to do a Bulldogs. I I, I think that they've... Uh, everything's aligned for them. Look, I, I don't think uh, they would plan on making a grand final next year. They'd hope for it, and they'd uh, try and work well, at it. They so. do now. I mean, that's the goal yeah. next year regardless. I've got a tip. I reckon that we're going to injure one of the Adelaide Crows players in the first quarter. Coxing that's going to make them yep. scared, and then that's going to really allow us to put our foot down that first quarter. It's going to rain. They're going to be on the back foot all day. What's the most intimidating bloke on the field? Uh, also, I've got to give a shout what, out to... What do you mean? Who's the most intimidating <laughs> bloke on the field? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's, it's not Dylan Grimes. <laughs> He's also the most intimidating bloke off the field. Yeah. With the ball, yeah. What do you mean with the ball? Yeah, without the ball, um, knocking on your front door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me in a dark alley. Even in a Chinese restaurant, he's scary as fuck. <laughs> I can't think of it a situation where he's not scary. Asleep, yeah, I'm still worried. <laughs> you don't know what's under that pillow. It could be more chopsticks. <laughs> See, I think it's going to be an interesting match. It's going to be... Uh, I, what's the bet that Cochin gets suspended for one game out of this game? Uh, I think we'll have to outright just deck someone to get suspended. I hope so. <laughs> He's going <laughs> I to, want a, to Alistair Lynch. Was he who punched uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Was, was Treadjay or something? In the uh, Wakeland. Wakeland, that's right. I mean, Treadjay wouldn't have got anything for it. No, I mean, this, yeah. Everyone would have jumped in. I think half his team would have jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just hope it'll be a great match. Well, I mean, it's all pointing that way. I think we've got similar styles, and it doesn't matter if it's wet or dry, they're all going to go in hard. Um, yeah. The only time you've seen Crows really slip was against Melbourne and North Melbourne. Uh, that's because Sloan got tagged. got uh, tagged out of the game, but I feel like they've filled those holes. They've got uh, a much stronger the Crash Brothers B team. Are, the Crash Brothers are better at this yeah. end of the season than they were at the start of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So there's a lot more things to cover there. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see how it turns out. I'm on the Tigers, obviously, but um, this yeah, it's well, going to be a tough one. If the Tigers do win, it is one of the most decorated seasons um, of all time because yeah. they've got Coach of the Year, they've got the Brownlow, they've got yeah. Mark of the Year, um, they got Best oh, on got Ground. Goal of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Goal of the Year. Best on Ground in the VFL Grand Final uh, went to the Tigers as well. Yeah. There's a lot of accolades going their way, which is why I think oh, it's going to be the Crows. I, I do like how Bryce Gibbs came out this week saying, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to go to Adelaide this time. And Adelaide's sort of gone, we knew that, lad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're all right. We're doing okay. Yeah. That's right. We're going to give a shout-out to uh, old man on Reddit who picked Tigers making a final two years ago. Yeah, and, like, picked the year. Picked the year, picked the, the way it would happen and the reasoning why it was all on point. I was supposed to write in the name's name, but I can't remember. Oh, but fuck him. Let's be honest, half, yeah. our, half our listeners are from Reddit, so they don't know what I'm talking about. Thin-skinned pansy cunt. Yeah, that was funny, actually, on the F1, F1 thread. Where, yeah, I, I, I got picked up on that one. <laughs> well, it's just like there was a, a thing about Daniel Ricciardo on Formula One. Yep. And like the first comments was so-and-so. And then there was a dude named probably Ultrasofts, which is obviously a tyre. Yep. And um, he's like, oh, I, I'm not used to seeing you without that horrible West Coast Guernsey next to your name. <laughs> and so it was the whole AFL love fest on, yeah. on Formula One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I read it. Yeah, a bunch of... Yeah. Bunch of thin-skinned pansy cunt yep. comments. And... <laughs> it is funny when it pops up in other threads. Like cricket, yep. obviously, it pops up there. But yeah, and we've managed to get a dig at uh, NRL as well. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like tagging Atlas Ryan on oh, that one. <laughs> last, last thing then. Um, you know, there's been a little bit of talk about, oh, you know, the the coverage of the Tigers, and what about some coverage of the Crows? I'm like, don't worry about Adelaide taking care of that. Yeah. Um, did you know the Melbourne Storm playing in a grand final? <laughs> no, I, I did not. Did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no, there, there is nothing. Let me guess. They're not playing at their home ground either. <laughs> no, although apparently Bellamy did come out saying, oh, we'd get 100,000 the MCG if we played there. <laughs> not on Saturday, you wouldn't. No, they're, yeah. they're talking about um, 
in future years yeah. um, that they could play it at the MCG. Yeah, they could. They'd sell it yeah, out. They get a hundred thousand. Of course, they, they would. would yeah, but yeah. yeah, I've always wondered. I want to speak to somebody in the NRL because it's a Melbourne team versus a North Queensland right. um, in the NRL playing in Sydney. Yeah. I wonder if they bitch about you know, yeah. oh, we have to play it out there all the time, or they just go, "Fuck it, we're in the grand final." Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So AFL stole our kids. I've seen Richmond scarves everywhere um, this week on, yep. on people. I saw one poster as I was walking out being put up. Um, next to a hundred Richmond posters that said "Go Storm," <laughs> I thought, "Oh yeah, yeah, they'll play." Yeah. Well, to be fair, the Storms used to it. I mean, back in '99 when they won their first one, it was all about North Melbourne anyway. Of course, it was. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and they didn't win that one either. The storm. Yeah, they uh, took a shot. No, they got to take it off. Them, took a shot. Well, they, they still won it. Yeah, but they haven't won it anymore. <laughs> they got to win it, celebrate they won it, it, and lost it. It was a couple of years later they <laughs> lost skill. it. That's skill. That's skill. John Jones did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, see, uh, Craigie Jones got shells. Oh, well, okay. Not many people would know Craig Jones because the world didn't. But uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, had the uh, ADCC, well, which grappling. is Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi Combat Championship, championship or club, like yeah, which is held in Finland this was year. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But basically, there's no gi grappling yeah. contest. Well, they allowed women in, or and Gabby Garcia. No, they, they had women before, but they had yeah. to wear, you know, full fucking things Neck while they're outside. Ankle. But anyway, um, so it's the biggest uh, grappling tournament in the world. Yeah. And uh, Craig Jones is a nobody. Um, by world standards, in the most stacked division um, there. And he was up against uh, the world champion, Leandro Lowe, um, and choked him out in about three minutes. Mm, and yep. instantly and became the most talked about name in jiu-jitsu circles. Well, and as well, in the Open, uh, fighting Shao Sonnen. Yeah. Everyone knows yeah. who Shao, well, everyone Shao, who yeah. knows uh, MMA knows who he is, um, managed to ankle lock him. Yeah. So... Sonnen still no. can't beat a Jones. Nice too, I saw that. <laughs> nice little heel hook. But yeah. Charles, when it comes to you know those grappling tournaments, he's there for name alone. Yeah. He's yeah. a bit and of a fair celebrity. Play. Look, for a bloke that, he, he doesn't need to grapple. He doesn't need to fight to no, make money anymore. And he can just be a smart ass on the microphone and yeah. probably earn shit tons more. And they don't test. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's also quite important. I, I do love it that the uh, Craig Jones, the Australian lad, has gone from essentially unknown outside of this country to the most talked about name yep. for finishing fourth. Yeah, mm. finished fourth. Because he got beaten by some Keenan monsters. Cornelius as well. Uh, that was yeah, the he opening. Got, he, he yeah. got outpointed. Yeah, um, by, by Keenan. Um, I mean, shit, if you can last the, the timer with Keenan oh, Cornelius, you've done well. He's just just super... getting a rear naked choke on the Andrew Lowe was yeah, fucking amazing. ridiculous. You go home. And then he beat, beat the Meow Brothers um, yeah. coach, who's yeah. also a legend. Um, but anyway, that was, uh, it was fantastic. Well, and now we can give shit to Kit Dale and uh, Lockie Giles, who he trains with. Yeah, I'm sure he does anyway. He, he went further along than they did. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of banter in that, that, that little group. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we'll be back next week with the uh, AFL wrap up of the grand final. final yeah. um, because there's no draws anymore, so it's definitely going to be finished on Saturday. Yep. Um, that'll do it for this week. Yeah. Bye bye. Right. Good luck. Peace.